but we have some bad hombres here and we're gonna get them out. This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We have to go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Thoughts and scando-ass women should not be tolerated. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. Did you know that Biden, listen, in 47 years of politics, has only been a racist, said racist things about you and me, personally, as black folks, and made a bill to incarcerate black people? With Bill Clinton, the crime bill, look it up. The man just said, you ain't black unless you vote for him. He also said he didn't want his children going to school in a racial jungle. Didn't want integration. He was for segregation. Basically. Also, not only that, he also said that poor kids can be just as bright and just as intelligent as white kids. When he thinks he said all this and he's done all this. This man, he black. He's really um, he's really speaking truth. Or he doesn't think white at all. Who? He's thinking about you and me. What well, Trump said, he did nothing but hurt black people. And then his running mate, Kamala Harris, she's got a career of locking. Hey, let me finish. This Listen to this. Because you're going to hear a woman that ain't got no sense say this. Yeah. Women do do that. Absolutely. They, they, they take advantage of, of the situation. But I think when you look at a bill of a mother who's charging things, uh, using child support money, moms also deserve to to be, be able to take care of themselves and to be able to spend on themselves. Like, if a mom is going to the gym, she needs to get a workout in. And she needs to feel good about herself. If a mom is going to go get a drink with child support money, she should get that drink. It's really now let's explain this. What a Imagine bozo. if the roles were reversed. What a and, and I'll let y'all watch the rest of the clip. The rest of the women were logical. Another woman came back. She was very logical. But this woman. Now imagine if, like, like, as a man, you have to pay child support. Now just imagine if I said, well, I had to dip into that child support to get my hair cut because. I need to be taken care of too. So the money that was going to my son, I actually took a little bit for me because I needed to buy some shoes. All right, man. Manosphere Monday. Manosphere Monday is here. We got FBE Capital to go through. Video from FBE Capital, amongst other things. Thank you. 
Let's get it. Let's get it. Jersey Judah back once again with another edition, another episode of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Alright? Gunshots. We in here, man. We in here. The spiritual warfare continues, all right? Between good and evil, right and wrong, and everything else, all right? Okay? Tango down! Jersey Judah. Once again, back. This time it's Monday. Although, strong possibility, excuse me, strong possibility due to, you know, the everyday grind, me working, always doing this Monday through Friday on my break, unless it's in the a.m. If it's in the morning, then I'm usually at the crib. But, as usual, this episode being for Monday, Manosphere Monday, will be nine times out of ten uploaded Tuesday. So if it's Tuesday, I made it another day, another day to upload the episode. So 
on this episode, man, we're going to be talking about a few things. We're going to go through a video. I'm not trying to make this a super long episode. I still got a good amount of things that I got to do, but I'm not too behind at the J-O-B. So why not take time and go through some shit? We got a video called Why Women Keep Getting Played by Chad and Tyrone, Modern Dating, Disasters, and MGTOW. And that is by FBE Capital. FBE Capital. Also, I wanted to just come up with a thought, right? Reality will always impose on your thoughts. Reality will always impose on your thoughts. You ever have those those thoughts, those good thoughts? Maybe it's thoughts of the past. Maybe it's something that doesn't even exist. It's just a concept you came up with and it just sounds great because you thought about it. But then you realize reality is what it is and those are just thoughts. Of course, there's ways you take steps. You turn your dreams into goals and all that bullshit, which is all good. It's all true. But outside of that, it's just thoughts, right? Like you could have a a memory of a previous relationship or a previous woman that you've dealt with and you feel momentarily happy, but then the reality kicks in and you're just thinking about an old woman. I mean, that's kind of, you know, I mean, that reality is a motherfucker, right? Because a lot of people are lost in their thoughts, imaginations, especially women. We're going to be getting into the raw, the real, and the red pill with this episode. Every now and then, I'll come back and forth into politics. You know what I mean? I'll I'll tell niggas that, you know, Trump is that nigga because he is that nigga. He's done a lot more for the blacks than Barack Obama. You need to face it. And just take it from me, right? 2008, voted for Barack Hussein Obama. He black. Voted for him. I didn't even know who the fuck Joe Biden was. See, that's the crazy thing about it, right? Even with Trump, I had to know who Pence was, right? Even though he's a piece of shit, Michael Pence. He's a he's a piece of garbage. But because um, he tap dancing and shit. But anyway, um, I had to at least know about Michael Pence, Mike Pence, right? Biden, he he was in office for forty four years. Okay. Signed the crime bill. Like the guy, the, the black dude in the beginning, he talked about what I've talked about in previous episodes. No surprise, right? But people were so caught up in the thought and not looking at just the results for what it is being from Trump. They just hated him. And most, most people now, they're coming back around, and it's never too late. Because like I said, I voted 2008 for uh, Barack Obama because he was black. I didn't give a fuck about the Democratic Party from the beginning, to be honest. Um, but my case, similar than you know, a lot of the blacks, we, we come up sort of only knowing a Democratic Party. And we've always been, not always, but a lot of us have been told that the Republicans are racist. And it's not that... That's completely untrue. Let's just be honest. But uh, if you know the history, the history of the Republican Party versus the history of the Democratic Party, 
you know, it's at least worth knowing. The schools have lied to you. Parents, family have lied to you. They said one party is for your best interest. Just because the people on the left, they have a strategy of pandering to the blacks and minorities. See, right now they're using the um, illegal immigrants. They're using the uh, illegal immigrants right now, and they're going to be the new black. So they're going to get them, have them vote Democrat with this upcoming election. And then there'll probably be another corrupted, you know, election week. Who knows? They might bring out another pandemic, you know. Who knows? But the reality of what's really going on will always impose on your thoughts. And you'll sit back. You'll sit back and think that you have this great, fantastic idea, but it's just a thought. Most of the time, you wouldn't be able to put the plan into action. It will be this problem, that problem. People make up excuses. People procrastinate. I know I do the same shit. You know, that's just what people do. But like I've always talked about before, like the uh, the thoughts, the idea of your thoughts being a devil or being a deceiver, which you will deceive yourself thinking that you you can do something that you may not be skilled enough to do. Or, you know, whatever it is, right? Um, And for me, someone who thought too much, I had to learn the hard way. When you have a plan, you stick to it. You don't pull any audibles. Because anytime you pull an audible, you know a train wreck is coming. When you got to change certain things up the last minute, and I literally mean like a minute, before something goes now, you always got to brace yourself for, um, you know, a fuck up, a loss. You got to take an L. Men, today, a lot of young men, in my opinion, they just haven't took any L's. They've been coddled by their teachers. They've been coddled by their mothers, more importantly. And it made them soft, weak, and pathetic. So now everybody gets a participation trophy, even the person who's in, like, 15th place. What the? You lost. It's over. Okay? No trophies. No trophies. Why would you reward someone for losing? It's like, why would you reward people for bad behavior? Right? And then the people who are, you know, attempting to do good are the people that are doing better than what they were doing before. Society tends to shell them. Any any person who, who chooses good right over wrong today is considered wicked. That's the only reason why I feel sorry for whites, especially conservative whites, because if they stand up for something that's right versus something wrong, if if a black is a part of the opposition, that person will automatically be uh, considered a racist. I never realized it, but I remember um, a while back, listening to an old Patrice O'Neill, um, uh, like radio bit. He did, he did a radio bit with, uh, Opie and Anthony. He did a lot of work with Opie and Anthony. In fact, he added a, a different audience, definitely brought a lot of blacks to what would be considered just a group of white boys talking about racial shit, which is Opie and Anthony. 
But he was talking about a, a question like, what is the plight of the white? Like, what is the plight of the white man? What are the plights for the whites, right? It's a good question. You really sit back and think about it. And as someone who's not white, but someone who's had a good amount of, you know, white compadres, white friends, associates, whatnot, you name it, right? The plight that I can point out for whites is that go-to option for any person outside of the race to consider them racist. The plight of the white would be constantly being considered a racist. The threat of, or even a straight white man, the threat of being homophobic, transphobic, racist is like the nail in the coffin for a lot of these people. Because some of these people are prominent names. So it's an easy tactic to use to sort of disarm what, what a lot of people, a lot of the blacks would call a suspected white supremacist is by calling them a racist. Because then it just backs them up in a corner and they'll make them feel guilty for something they never even said. But it's the emotion and it's people acting on emotion, right? Rather than just looking at the situation for what it is. Like, I saw a video. I think, it, I, I'm not sure. It's probably some world star hip hop shit because you know how they get down. Um, it, it was this white guy at McDonald's. I guess he was waiting for his food. And I don't know if they were taking long or whatever. But the guy just started, you know, spurging out, you know, wanting his food. Like, yo, where's my food? I'm fucking hungry. This and that. You know what I mean? Black bitch, you know, she work at McDonald's. She black. Black woman, she working at McDonald's. She in the back, cussing this man out, calling him a cracker, calling him a honky, you know, all this shit. And like, right, straight up, like, straight up racial, you know, a racial dispute here between a black woman and a white man. <clears throat> white man was just going back and forth. Fuck you. I just want my fucking food. I want my fucking food. Hurry up with my fucking food. And then uh, I think somebody somebody else who was working there who bagged the food up, they threw the bag at him. And then, like, you can hear it because, like, you hear the people in the background like, ha, 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 yo, that's crazy. Yo, that's crazy. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the white guy grabbed his food, grabbed the food that, that was thrown at him and was like, you fucking nigger. And just walked out, and you can just everybody was just gasped, like it was the end of the world. Like you called this man a cracker at least twenty times, honky redneck, all this, all this, you know, hateful shit. It's hateful either way you look at it. I mean, for me, it's all words, so it's kind of funny to me. Now thinking back, the video itself was pretty funny because you calling this man a cracker, you calling him everything but a child of God, but then he decided to call you a nigger. And all of a sudden, all hell broke loose. But then, but the funny thing was, they were all gasping, and the man quietly walked out. Ain't nobody do shit to him. Not saying that anybody should do anything to him. Not saying anybody shouldn't do anything to him. I just want to state that. I'm not giving white folks uh, a pass to a word that they can freely say, regardless of how I feel about it. Okay?
Because I don't, that whole going about racism emotionally, it doesn't make sense to me. Because, like I said, we we kind of get the green light as the blacks. We can say whatever the fuck we want racially, essentially. Not always, but, like, most of the time. Because it's like, you know, what the fuck, right? That maybe that's, like, that that weird part of reparations we have. We just can talk about whatever the fuck we want. But we tend to say a lot of crazy shit about the whites, right? And a lot of us get surprised when whites start speaking back or start speaking up. It's mostly right-wing whites because they're the ones that really have the pride and dignity to do so. The ones on the left, they cower down to the blacks. That's what they do. And they allow them to do wrong. They want them to do wrong because it's it either goes along with their political agenda, or it's it's one of many agendas that the left has. Right? They have the communities, the colorful communities, um, the uh, pedo communities. They got all of them. The trans communities. They got all. Of them. And what do they do? Every now and then, when the election comes up, they pander to them. They're the new blacks. Black people don't got to worry about being pandered to anymore. They got the browns. They don't need the blacks anymore. They they just they just get the browns from the borders and bring them into the country and just tell them to vote one way. Besides, they're the one that's giving them all the opportunity, so it wouldn't make sense. You can think you can think Biden and Harris for that. These niggas got a they got a they got a ladder, they got some steel ladder. You ever like like Call of Duty like still ladder and these motherfuckers are literally climbing over. People ain't doing nothing. They welcome them in, you know. They in California, so the blacks the blacks are really doing bad out there because they're coming in taking all the jobs, and it's not about being racial, whatsoever. Because there's a lot of Hispanics, a lot of Browns, out in California, who are legally born in America. And they feel the same way. Race and color has nothing to do with it. See, that's the problem that a lot of y'all have. Y'all too fucking emotional and you can't take you can't take something for just what it is. I don't have to be racist about it. I have no problems with the Browns. All right. They also have very attractive women. So I have no problems with the Browns whatsoever. But. When they are being used by a particular party to just come in freely and, you know, when it's time to vote, they'll magically have some sort of eligible, you know, way to get them to vote. And it's a done deal. I like the elections. I didn't get into politics and I didn't really start getting invested into politicians until Trump. And that's because Trump's not a politician. So I have to constantly remind people that I don't I don't even really consider myself political. It's just when it comes to the whole liberal and conservative thing, I'm just more of the latter. You know what I'm saying? So I don't I don't hold back when it comes to that. But when it comes to Republican or Democrats, I look at Democrats as as terrible for blacks. Maybe for whites it's good, because like they have whatever it's like a, it's like an ego trip they have because the whites they talk about you know white privilege oh we're, well we have privilege that blacks don't have, and they're like 
subliminally telling blacks that we are better than you. And I don't think blacks are, I don't think blacks are stupid, you know, cause I'm black. I've woken up to this shit years ago. It's just, I've just started to really speak out against it. I don't think blacks really understand how generally racist that actually is for whites to actually believe they have privilege. Those are the whites on the left. White people will tell you, like, we don't have privilege. We, we worked hard. A lot of us have went through ups and downs, poverty, like everybody else. You know what I mean? And a lot of them are speaking sincerely. But on the other hand, like I've stated, a lot of whites do take advantage of that quote-unquote white privilege that they create. It's almost another aspect. It's one of those aspects of where racism is just a construct that people constantly build on rather than look at it, learn a lesson from it and go beyond it. They need it. They need that tension. They need victimhood. They need to blame somebody for their circumstances, their problems. Got to go beyond that. You ain't going to go forward if you ain't going to go beyond that. You're going to constantly uh, victim blame. Somebody's going to be the devil. Somebody's going, rather than the devil within you, your thoughts, your emotions, your hate, your envy, your jealousy, all that. It's all bullshit. And once again, it's reality imposing on your thoughts. It's it's the it's 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 the same shit as the woman and it's like just an example, right? It would be the same example as a, a woman who has personal problems and she seeks the outside world, the exterior to deal with her problems internally. Her problems, her emotions, her demons, whatever the fuck you want to consider it, she looks for that answer within men. She looks in that she looks for that answer in a bottle. Um, she goes too hard. She just looks for it in a joint, in a blunt. And I used to think that way. Now I smoke because I work to smoke. Fuck it. Motherfuckers can't tell me shit. I work to smoke my reefer. I'm about to light this joint up again. Hold up. Sugar Kush, by the way. Matter of fact, this is a sugar kush and damn something else. Forgot. Uh, Sugar Kush and Fruit Pop. Indica. No, not Indica. These are both uh, hybrid strands. But you'll try, you'll look at weed or you'll look at just regular things, right? Like weed to me is just regular shit. You'll look at that as the answer to your problems. Now, I'm very radical with this way of thinking, so I may blow minds, but I don't look at marijuana as a way of staying lazy. It's actually more of a uh, a meditation or even just um, creativity. I'll smoke and make music. I'll smoke and podcast. I can do it. Smoke and go to work, go home and smoke like that. That doesn't bother me, right? But I don't look at it as the answer to my problems. Like, oh, if only I had a joint right now, things would be so much better. Because then there'll be times where I have nothing but weed and still go through problems. 
and I can keep smoking and keep smoking and pretend to forget about the problems, but the problem's going to be in front of me regardless. What the? People find that answer or that, that problem from within, they find those answers in a bottle. Like I said, they go partying, clubbing. Women, they go out there sleeping, screwing men, getting screwed in the long run. Okay? Bars. I'm black. But it is what it is. We're going to jump into this shit, man. Because we're already almost 30 minutes in. Why women keep getting played by Chad and Tyrone modern dating disasters in MGTOW, which is men going their own way by FBE Capital. Now, let me make sure I have my playlist properly set up because every now and then I forget, you know, man, PM episode. Yeah, I think I got it. 15 minute video. We're going to pause it every now and then, but we're going to get through it. So let's get it. What's the worst Tinder date you've ever been on? Okay, so one time this guy told me to come to Queens at 1 a.m. So, Tinder special. You know what Tinder is. Tinder's a hookup app. Don't look for a girlfriend on Tinder. Don't even look for a woman to date on Tinder. It's just what's the fucking point? It's a hookup app. And it's modern day Darwinism, which I've said the dating market is modern day Darwinism, where only the strongest survives, the strongest being in jeans. And I don't mean jeans you wear. I mean, jeans. You guys get it. It could jeans probably could be incorporated into that, too. Denim and whatnot, but also jeans. Right. Um, The strongest, you know, genetics, same as jeans. But, uh, you know physicality, things of that nature. Uh, if you're going on tender, you're dealing with women that's who are on tender, who are willing to meet up with a guy at one o'clock. She's not long-term material whatsoever. I don't care. Let her pray. Let her find God. Don't guide her to God. You can't guide her to God. In most cases, you can never guide a woman to God, especially because like with women, the world just revolves around them. Not all of them and not always, but for a special uh, percentage, I would say I would say a growing percentage of women have this trait where it's like it's all about them. And then only when times get hard and they have no one else to seek, that's when they seek God. And these women that seek God, they're they're usually past their prime. Are like women women who want to settle down, quote unquote. Like I said, with love for some women, and I still believe this, it's like a survival, it's like a survival mechanism. Where it's like their last their last stand. It's like, yo, I have to find a man fast. I want to I want a child fast. You know, I want to stay home fast. I want to do nothing fast. And she's been living a fast life. She's been a harlot for 10, 15 years. She's 35, 40 years old. She damn near can't have kids anymore, I think. Um, geriatric, geriatric pregnancy takes place, I think, 35, 36 going forward. There's some shit like that. I don't know. I'm black, all right? It's just what I heard. But, um... Those women who seek God, they're they're usually in their late thirties, forties. 
Because most men, even men who's even men like myself, who I've grown up pretty much in a church, I rebelled against it because I was punished by being told to go to church. And then and then in the process of it, I saw a lot of hypocritical people who would just sit back and really point the finger right at people that are not doing what they're doing. But then they go back home and gossip and talk shit about everybody. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, I, I, I kind of didn't get a good, I never looked at church as a good place personally, as a black. I never seen it as that. A lot of hypocrisies, you know, people talking about what needs to be done. Nobody's putting in the action. Nobody's putting in the word. It's mostly women. And it's always, if, if it is a black, like, first of all, if there's a female pastor, no disrespect, really. No, I mean no disrespect. But if it's a female pastor, you kind of already know what what type of what type of situation you're dealing with. Seriously, you understand it now. You go into the church, and like it's it's not like it's not a hatred that I have towards church. It's just. The idea, like where where religion goes wrong is there's no individuality. Within religion, there's no individuality. You either go along with a group. If you disagree with them a little bit, they exile you. You're cast out, right? But I believe that the people who are cast out are actually closer to God than the people who are in these little tight-knit groups because their strength is only in numbers, you know, the individual strength is in spirit. It's what he possesses. It's what he has. Nobody can take that away. Right? A person who judges is only is only shying away from his judgment. Or he's only moving away from his personal judgment by judging others. It's like the same thing women, what women do. Because they love gossip, they love drama, they love BS, they even love their own misery. But the but the reality of it is they love somebody else's misery more than their own. If their misery was put out there uh, on Facebook of our, or if her misery was just put out there for the world to see, she wouldn't have the same excitement as knowing about somebody else's misery and dirt. Because they have wicked intentions. Not all, not all, not all. I'm really, really into Asian women, despite what I'm marrying. Y'all have a great wedding. And they were planning the two days after my birthday. I mean, this guy was so cute. I was honestly willing to do anything at this point. I was honestly, honestly willing to do anything at this point. Just the betrayal and like, how could this person that I cared about so much do that to me? String me along for five months as the other woman and still have a live-in girlfriend. Another 304 slut. All right. You guys already know what type of video and type of episode this is going to be, right? Wow. Three years. They now have a baby together. Came to my house, would put her on Do Not Disturb, go to her house, put me on Do Not Disturb. It was a whole mess. Two weeks later, he's literally engaged to somebody else. And I'm like, what the heck? This is my dating life. Another 304 slut. Bye-bye. Wow. Eliminated.
you have been eliminated. And they're not going to reciprocate your feelings. They're only about themselves and they could care less about you. Why wasn't I good enough to date? You know, I was good enough to sleep with. I was good enough to hang out with. You are good enough to hunt another 304 slut. All the traits, man. All the traits. All of the characteristics. Up with, but not good enough to date. I got played. <laughs> Good enough to hook up with, but not good enough to date. Yikes. That is really the essence of today's dating market, which is leading to an ever-increasing number of women who find out the hard way that just because a Chad or Tyrone is Chad. interested in you by liking your photos, swiping on you, and asking you to come over, does not mean he's actually interested in you. Like I said before, like I said earlier, Prime example, right? Super attractive woman. If she's willing to get DM'd at one o'clock in the morning, and she's willing to go out there and meet a guy at one o'clock in the morning, you know what type of woman she is. Oh, you know what type of woman she is. Another 304 slut. She belongs to the streets. All right. No matter how attractive she is, guys, fellas. Doesn't matter how attractive she is. If she was able to make that happen, just out of the whim, like yeah, the guy. Oh, uh, Netflix and chill. It's like one thirty in the morning. The bitch talking about she went out to Queens. She went out to Queens to see a guy at one o'clock in the morning. Come on, man. Come on. Certified booty call. This bitch is out here in the streets like a hooker. Probably took the bus, probably took a train. You know how New York is. New York is chaotic. Went out to Queens to see a guy one o'clock in the morning. And you think this woman is like, you know, relationship material whatsoever? I mean, let's just be let's just be a little judgmental here, right? Let's be a little bit judgmental here. Um, just from what you've just heard from a bitch, right? If she's willing to go out, fuck a guy, one o'clock in the morning, just out of nowhere, right? Tender, the tender late night special, tender sauce on the side, right? Or, or maybe for her, tender sauce on the inside. Ugh. You know what I mean? Sperm splashed. Okay? The money shot. You know what I'm saying? If she's willing to do that with a random guy, what value do you think she would have for a man long term? I'm I'm just curious. That I'm done. I'm done with situationships. Oh, okay. Guys who situationships. are me because they don't want to sleep with me or they just don't want to hook up with me early. Another 304 slut. And she's just willing to put all this out there and telling herself. Once again, there's no logic into this. There really isn't. There's zero logic into this. Right? She's pretty much saying, okay, I've been fucking ran through like the yellow light. I've been ran through mercilessly, right? Just the treachery of what she's been through. She's willing to talk about it to make those guys look bad. But in return, she's the one that just looks like a hoe. Really think about how illogical this shit is right now. 
or something like that. I'm just very, very done. I'm done. I'm exhausted, guys. Yep, she's done. And probably was already done for several years. Yikes. Today, she's more like overcooked or burned since another 304 slut. She belongs to the streets. Hold up, basura. Basura. Fucking garbage. What a mess. What the? What a slut. <laughs> what the? She's obviously been played over and over again to the point of complete mental destruction and now sees no path to happiness. And when you look on social media, especially the mental wasteland that is TikTok, you'll find millions of women who've reached the exact same point complaining about how they are the victims of F-boys, manipulation, gaslighting, etc. It hurts when men use manipulation to try to get you to trust them, oh. to let your guard down. Well, you know, this is the problem with women. Not all, not all. They feel like their problems are so fucking unique. As if men never go through shit like this. As if a man never been manipulated or gaslit by a woman that uses her body as a weapon to distract the man. Give me a fucking break. See, this is what women need to hear. Men ain't fucking falling for this dumb shit anymore. What the? And you can tell just, you can tell she's just been ran through. No mercy. No mercy on her, man. Path of least resistance, man. Comes with endless consequences. The path of least resistance for a woman, which, of course, you know, it's pretty much fucking borderline prostitution. Let's be real. Let's be honest. Let's just be honest. Prostitution, pretty much. Uh, borderline hookers and shit like that. Like We all know they got that. That's their path of least resistance. Now, if they don't have morals, ethics, values, which a lot of women, to be realistic with you, they don't. They'll they'll just go along with it, go along and get along. She do it for the bag. You know what I mean? She do it for the bag. Shit like that. You know what I mean? It's just money and it's materialism. But it's pretty much also her being, once again, an electronic prostitute. Okay, now path of least resistance. She's not thinking about the future. She ain't thinking about consequences. She ain't thinking about her reputation five to ten years from now. Oh, maybe she wants to be a mother. Maybe she wants to focus on an actual career. She doesn't have a chance. But it's her consequences, right? When when a woman says my body, my choice, then it becomes my choice, my consequences. You want to go out there, do whatever the fuck you want, sleep around, do this, do that. You have all of the will, the free will to do so, but those come with consequences. Guys aren't going to take you serious. And the more attractive you are, <clears throat> the more ran through you'll be. That's how it's looking right now. Because, you know, women love that attention. They love it.
it's not to say that guys hate attention. But what I'm saying is women love attention. They love it. Some women, they can't live without it. And now a woman who have, who probably wouldn't have felt that way without social media, she has that shit now on, you know, overload. Instagram putting out pictures. Facebook putting out posts. What the? If she doesn't... I know women <clears throat> that if they don't get enough likes on a post, they'll delete the post. What the? And it's funny because when you actually when you actually tell the truth for what it is, you're not going to get a lot of people liking your shit. <laughs> I learned that the hard way. When I was talking about stupid shit, just smoking weed, bullshitting like that, oh, all people like it. When I start exposing shit going on, crickets. <laughs> That's when I realized, like, oh, okay, I get it. Now I know what people talk about when it comes to like you you almost don't recognize who you were. You know who you were, but you don't recognize it. You can't you can't even recognize the thoughts that you had at that particular time, right? You just know you've been through it and it is what it is. And it's that it's that taking accountability and just moving on. That's all it is. Something that most women know they can't do, those two things. Take accountability for their problems and move on. They can't move on. They're always chasing a fantasy. They're chasing their thoughts. They're chasing their emotions. That's why a woman's love is nearly meaningless because a woman's love, if a woman's love can change, over an argument or if a woman's love and not even and not even like nothing extreme like you didn't cheat on a woman or nothing like that but if a woman's quote-unquote love can change just from an argument or a disagreement you should already know that you know that ain't nothing because a woman's love is emotional and a man's love is logical right a man's love is logical so he can provide without being emotional about it because and in a way he is taught and he's seen by others that men provide for the women now of course today that shit ain't what it is i'm not signing up for it and a lot of men aren't signing up for it but that's how it was to get what they want from you but in reality they are actually all victims of stupidity which I'll prove to you through several examples of classic Chadness, starting with this girl. I open the door. His apartment's a disaster. He's ginormous, too. He's like seven feet tall. He takes me to his room. Right away. He's right ready. Away. So check it out. She actually went to a stranger's house at one o'clock in the morning. We then took her to his room and fed her a whole bottle of the cheapest wine he could find. He gives me a double <laughs> bottle of red wine. You can use a smoked bean. Wine. Wine's very popular. Wine is the best. Yeah. Uh, one of the barefoot things. Now, does this oh, sound yeah. like Prince Charming to barefoot? you or someone using... Yeah, don't disrespect barefoot like that, man. Barefoot is all right. Always looked at wine as like white people shit. Like, yeah, you drinking wine. That's some white people shit. You know what I mean? Not to be racist. Like, I'm just racial. That's like a... That's more of a racial thing for me. Like, wine? Okay, I'll drink some, but that's like white folks. They drink wine. 
It's like 40s. I've never seen a white man drink a, drink a 40 ounce from a 40 ounce. Now, I've seen a white man take a 40 ounce and pour it in a styrofoam cup, some shit like that. I've never seen a white man drink a 40 ounce from the 40 ounce. I know that sounds, I know that's random, but just think about it. It's like black people talking about drinking barefoot and drinking wine. What the? You know, like, uh, you know, Chappelle, Chappelle show when he was talking about box wine. <laughs> like It's like, yo, niggas ain't, yo, come on, man. I'm black. We ain't doing that. You know what I mean? Ever manipulation tactics. These people are masters at lying, switching it around, minimizing it. You've got to let go of the idea. That's weird. A woman says men are masters at all that. Can you believe that? What the? You know, and I know, you can be black, you can be white, you can be brown, you can be yellow, you can be green, you can be purple, or you can be orange. Makes no fucking difference. You know it, and I know it. Bitches are the ones who are master manipulators. They do it. They do it and don't even know they're doing it. That's how good they are at doing it. They do it and don't even realize they're doing it. They will weaponize their bodies. Lure men. If it's in a, if it's a super attractive man, they try to get the seed from the man. But then they weaponize their womb in which holds the child. So now she can dictate and, and tell the guy, oh, if you don't do this, I'm getting the baby aborted. If you don't do that, I'm telling you. That one bitch. And that's what she is. She's a bitch, an evil, wicked bitch. She, uh, she put an abortion on IG. Not the entire abortion, but I think like the beginning process of it. I couldn't watch the whole thing. It just made my stomach turn. Just wicked bitches like her. But she was talking about, oh, yeah, you know, my boyfriend or my baby dad think it's a fucking game. Now I'm about to get an abortion. And she was telling the doctor to play uh, City Girls or uh, tell her to play Hot Girl Summer or some shit. What a treacherous, wicked ass hoe, man. Wicked ass harlots. Wicked. I don't hate these people. They're just wicked. I can't dwell within them. They're wicked. Only a wicked bitch would would would, <laughs> would go on Instagram Live, announce that she's getting an abortion, nine times out of ten, so the so the guy can see it. And this is how evil women are. A whole life just wasted and not because not because of the bullshit that you know oh i wasn't ready or the extreme i was sexually assaulted all that cool get it but no she got an abortion just just to pretty much get at the man just just to go after his spirit wicked treacherous tramps that's all they are. Not all, of course. Not all. But there's some specials. Those those special ones, man. They're really fucking useless. 
idea that you were stupid for falling for them. No, you are stupid for falling for them. Since these tactics are ridiculously easy to observe and chads do not even try to hide their intentions. There's no dates, no dinner, no manipulation or special tactics being used. It's just simply come to my house ASAP. Depends, you know, like sometimes they want to go out and have like dinner. Maybe I don't want to go to dinner, you know, because I see her a different way. And so they're really attractive. I'll go out to a drink, to a bar or something, you know. Same. But like, but if they're not, yeah, one point lower, like, they're coming over, you know what I mean? <laughs> See, that is how chats actually operate. None of this manipulation or love bombing yeah, nonsense that's... that you keep hearing about on social media, which is just a coping mechanism for women to hide behind for when they think with their f***ness and they get used by a chat who sees no value in them at all. You know somebody there? I see a girl I hooked up with multiple times last really? year. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I never see her. You never saw her? No. She's good, man. You'll like her. <laughs> and so when Chad says, come over Shut to my place at 1 a.m., they Shut don't hesitate at all and run to his call like a true sin. What's the furthest you'll drive for a guy? That's like 400 miles. 400 miles? Yeah. This bitch said 400 miles. You know, a bitch is driving for dick like that. Jeez. God, he gotta be a fucking, he gotta be like corporate, corporate level or like Hollywood pretty boy type, type guy for a bitch to drive 400 miles. That's crazy. This guy told me to come to Queens at 1am. Please drop a like on the video if you think that these girls getting played by Chad is 100% their own fault and comment down below what you think. Now after a couple times of bedroom fun. Hey, do you wash your covers when you're got, when you're got done having... Yeah. Right after, really? No, a week after. Ooh, cochina. I'm on there. Oh, you oh, the chat will stop texting since he was never interested in the girl to begin with. But too lazy. Sometimes too lazy, sometimes, like I say, I was man by this wife, so. Yeah. And so the classic ghosting happens, causing these <laughs> women to run the TikTok to claim that they are now the victim of a narcissistic, emotionally abusive ex. Wow. My ex-boyfriend was a raging narcissist, and I'm going to tell you some stories. Missing. Narcissism, <clears throat> by the way, I do believe there is two sides of, like, narcissism, right? I don't think it's just women who are narcissistic, but a lot of them, they have the traits, right? It's all about them. And I brought this up before. It's like you deal with bitches that, like, they just come to you with their problems. And then you'll try to change the conversation talk about a little bit about what you got going on and then she'll bring it right back to her like those are the women that you really got to stay away from because what they do is they actually love their misery they love the problems that they're in and they'll rather just talk about how bad it is than deal with the problems head on right it's like rather than just sit back and complain you could at least strategize you know ways to deal with the issue but with women, not all y'all, but a good portion of y'all that I've dealt with, um, they just tend to complain. Like, and it's and it just really reminds me of a mother. Like, this is what moms do. They complain about dumb shit. Like, they just complain. You know, you can't help it. You can't like hate them for it. It's just what they do. 
You have everything good going on. They'll find the smallest thing to fucking complain about and make a big deal out of. That's just what women, that's like most women, man. Whether you're in a relationship, that can be your mother, grandmother, that's just what they do. You learn to love it within you, meaning you learn to love it uh, within your family, but out of other women, like, nah, get the fuck out of here. Beat it. Scrim. But that's like that entitlement shit. It, 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 it just irks the fuck out of me. It really does. It irks me. <clears throat> but like that narcissism with men, it's difficult because there's guys who will make just problems about them as well. But it's it's hard to really look at it as narcissistic. Because even in like, because <clears throat> even when a man is struggling, even when a man's in pain, even when a man is in doubt, they have to continue to push forward and they got to deal with the problem head on. They can't just sit back and complain and have a circle of people like women. It's just not, it's not, it's not meant for men. So men kind of had to learn the hard way. So when we see a lot of women have their little heartbreaks and problems, I mean, a lot of us laugh at it because it's funny. It's like these women who've been catered to their entire lives, they're they're finally seeing reality for what it is. Rather than, you know, her thoughts, her fantasies, the fairy tale ending, you know, Prince Charming, happily ever after. No. Reality. Your narcissistic ex or wanting to go back to them. When you forgive a narcissist in a relationship, right? They're gonna <laughs> disrespect you, they're gonna lie to you, they're gonna manipulate you, they're gonna yeah. cheat you. There's a reason why your narcissistic ex claims that you're the one who's a narcissist. Listen to me. If you're healing from narcissistic abuse, you need to hear this. This is what you call... This is a good edit. This is a good edit by FBE Capital. I got to give them credit because they're all saying the same shit. It's like they all watch each other. They take notes. They mimic the same shit. But they all put themselves in the same situations. It's amazing if you think about it. Like, they all mimic the same shit because they've had the same experiences. Because they have that same spirit that dwells within them. Spirit of Jezebel, a harlot, a tramp. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, she's describing herself from her high expectations, right? Because if these guys weren't at the level that they were at, would she be complaining about them? Probably not. Would she even be talking to them? Probably not. But these are the type of women who get completely, you know, fucked and tossed to the side. Like a semen-soaked gym sock, right? <laughs> I had to get graphic there. Completely just spermed up and tossed to the side, man. Sperm splashed and dashed. Despicable. That's disgusting. Sperm splashed and dashed. Absolutely despicable. Right? She'll complain at that moment about where are all the good men, where in her mind she fantasized these other men who ended up ghosting her as being the man. It's all materialistic. They see what the man has. And yeah, the man looks good. The man goes to the gym. But they're really seeing what a man has and what they can provide for them long run. 
And by the way, they do all this or they want to do all this without putting in any effort themselves. They are the table. They are the prize. They are who they are. You got to accept them for who they are and what they are, but they can critique you night and day. This is the dating market. I'm not the bearer of bad news. I don't think. I'm just giving a more realistic perspective. Bitches don't have real compassion like that. I want men to really pay attention to this. Their compassion is their emotion. Where if a man's compassionate, it's it's logical, right? There's little to no emotion. There's compassion into it. There's meaning behind it, but there's less emotion. When a guy does a kind gesture, he doesn't need to have a camera in front of him in order to do it so he feels good about himself. He does it because it's in his nature to do it. There's those who don't have that in them. Right? But we don't do it. We don't do it wanting, you know, an audience to come out of nowhere and clap for us and tell us that we're doing a good job. We don't care about that. It's the women that do that shit. So when they're compassionate, they're compassionate with a purpose. Like they they have a motive behind their compassion. Right? It's like at the workplace, right? And shout out to AJ's Ranter Reactions. He black. He on YouTube. You should uh, check out his channel. Even though he's a huge um, Pearly Things fan, which is weird for me. But, you know, support him. Because he talks about a lot of men ignoring women at the workplace. When the women who talk to you talk to you more frequently, as a guy, right, he'll, he'll get excited. He'll go, oh, man, this woman said something to me, right? And the woman... The woman who's like experienced and she knows body language and she sees that this guy's interested, she's going to use him. And it's in her nature to do it. Oh, if she needs something lifted, she'll go to that guy that she always smiles and talks to. And that guy will happily do it and he'll actually think he's getting somewhere. And she's just using him. What the? Their compassion, their, their compassion is almost like an act, right? It's like they're even the, the idea of being generous, a woman just being generous. is just like almost like a murderer being compassionate, like about like this thing about it. Like it doesn't make sense. The woman will always have access to whatever there is. As long as she's in shape, she don't even gotta be in shape. Guys are just so fucking desperate today. It's disgusting. They can be they can be Landwells. They can be in shape. Um they all all they would need is just to be present. That's the burden of appearance for a woman. Just be present. And they got a hard time even being present. You see them, but their minds and their spirits is elsewhere. What the? Women are lost. Wicked. And wicked. Lost and wicked. The women who are just lost would be just the women who've had, like, problems in her childhood and shit like that that she hasn't dealt with. And it's it's only compassion towards those women because they control, they could not control their situation and they cannot control the problems that 
was almost given to them, you know, you know, traumatic situations as a child and shit like that. But the women who are just, you know, who are today electronic prostitutes and they choose to go out there and to use men and manipulate men. And these are the type of women who end up getting robbed or finessed or even worse, get killed. The entire world will go, oh, well, that woman was innocent. Really, just because she's a woman, too. Like, oh, she couldn't have done that. She couldn't have done this. She's a woman. She a lady. And then all these bitches, all these female teachers are getting pregnant by the students in the schools. We talk in middle school. What the? All these places, right? But we don't, I like I said, I bring it up and I'm and I'm real about it. I feel that women for the most part are predatory. Women are predatory. They they are the in essence the true predators. But they're they're not on a they're not like they're not on an attack. Like they they're there are like they're strategic about their shit, right? And they don't attack a man physically and they don't attack a man's uh, they don't attack a man's uh, physical livelihood, but they'll assassinate a man's character. And they have the power to do that. They have the power, in a sense, to get every man's inner thoughts and then use those words against him later on. <clears throat> Excuse me. They, they use the man's words later on. That's why you got to be careful what you say around these bitches. You know what I mean? That's That's mandatory. That should be just like step one. Accountability. Since these women take absolutely no accountability at all for handpicking guys to tell them from the start, come over and let me use you. You really like this, hmm. So that's yeah, yeah, how you, yeah, you opened up with, hmm. <laughs> so what we'll be you Welcome to dating in the 21st century. Anyways, moving on because it's about to get a lot worse in these next examples that really demonstrate why these women keep getting played over and over and over again by classic Chads and Tyrones causing all hope to disappear. It's already too late. You already love him. That already means that you're gonna get hurt. It's too late. They just spiraled me into like a rabbit hole and it takes into like a dark place. And it's gonna drop you into this rabbit hole of never finding peace. Ah, all these hopeless romantics who just want a nice guy to love them and be loyal. But somehow these mean, evil chats keep popping up in their dating apps and forcing them to swipe on them. There's clearly nothing these helpless women can do. Right. Now the reality is, of course, that the average guy cannot pull this off at all. This special power is reserved for chats and Tyrones only. I think we have got. And that that right there is Tinder and dating apps in a nutshell. Tinder and dating apps in a nutshell. I'm going to cut that video. I'm going to cut this short. Y'all check out FBE Capital, man. Check out the actual video. But that right there just explains everything. So the women who will say, well, men are narcissistic too. If they're going, if we're going off a woman's logic, right, then... The 10 to 20 percent of guys are the ones who are only in that position to be that way and ghosting women, having sex with women when they want going on to the next one because they know that they have a variety to choose from. Wouldn't that go back to the selection 
Or wouldn't it go back to the judgment of character that these women have? But then again, it's always going to be the man's fault. The men, like the most men who are just doing what they can, working, trying to get by, they spend, they get caught up in the soft shit. Like, oh, I got to find a lady. I got to find a wife. I'm lost without a woman, right? Beta shit. Spickable, disgusting. Oh, I got to find my better half in a woman. The better half is already within you. The weakness, the demons, the thoughts in your head, and the influences of others is telling you that you're lost without a woman. Oh, you need a woman or else you're not going to be considered quote unquote normal or whatever the fuck these bitches will try to use going forward. Trust me, the shaming tactics are it's just beginning. Because you're going to have guys who are just saying, yeah, I'm, I'm fed up with this. I'm going my own way. And they're not even going to do it. Like at first, they're going to have anger. You're going to have the red pill rage. You're going to have all those things that, you know, the normies got their hands on now. So they're now talking about this shit. But the reality of it is you're going to find a point. If you truly care about bettering yourself, you're going to find a point where it's going to be inner peace. You're not going to be concerned about what the next bitch is doing, what the next person is doing. You have your own goals. You have your own things going on, and it's going to be beautiful. And some people, they're not fit for that. Some people, they have to latch on to other people so they so they get themselves involved in groups or they get super involved in religion, which isn't a bad thing, but I'm just saying they get too caught up into it and it becomes a tribe. It's not even about the belief. It's not even about the religion. It's about the group that you're with, right? And all of this is bullshit. And all it does is feed the ego. And which for a man, it just makes him more of a woman. It's going to make him act like a woman, react like a woman. When people tell him that something's not being done properly, he's going to react negatively. He's going to be loud. He's going to be given like, passive aggressive compliment uh, comments and shit like that like a woman that's all they really do not all y'all but most of y'all and i work around most of y'all so it is what it is i don't i think it's i think it's entertaining to see women loose women harlots 304s talk about how bad men are when they've been with an abundant of men it's like if men were that bad why would you constantly sleep with them See, when a guy say bitches ain't shit, those guys are usually not dealing with women. And I'm not saying this to shame men. I'm actually saying this on the opposite end. They stick to their word. Like, yeah, I'm not dealing with these bitches. Most guys who say that, they don't deal with bitches. Women who say, oh, I'm not dealing with toxic men. They've been ran through, completely annihilated by men. It makes no fucking sense whatsoever. So all these women that talk the same, they talk about this shit constantly because like sometimes it's entertaining and other times it just bothers me. It's like, man, I'm sick and tired of this shit. Other times, eh, why not? Take a break from politics. You know, talk about the uh, scandals and tricks out there. The hookers and heifers worldwide. All right. Y'all need a dose of reality. You got you got too much 
Y'all got too much leeway. And that's the reason why y'all are in y'all misery right now. You have too much freedom. Too much. And the women in this country, like, they really go about life being the victim. Like, of what? What are you the victim of? This is why women are so selfish and, in a way, narcissistic and self-centered. Compared to other countries, what are you really going through? Right? Other places in the world. But they only they only look at themselves. And it's like even outside of like nationalism, you got to realize even how fucked up this country is, we're better off than a lot of other countries. Right. I'm sure some of us out there can agree like we're we're, we're kind of better off than a lot of other countries. Right. And we, we do tend to complain too much about shit and we don't really have a worldly perspective it's almost like how God God has to have a worldly expect, uh, perspective because he brought things to the world. So he has to have the understanding of these people from this side of the world having a different um, civilization and a different belief system than these other people on the other side of the world. It's universal for God. He knows all. He knows all. Right. He sees all. And it's like we as human beings, even if we try to have that, we will never accomplish it because we're too busy dividing um, through race. We're dividing through religion. We divide through politics, which I don't have a problem with that. But we divide and we can't see things outside of our own problems. And we can't understand that maybe we are fortunate compared to others who are struggling. Isn't that amazing if you just sit back and think about it? The shit that we bitch about, including myself, right? Compared to other places, man, in the world that doesn't even have running water. Places like that don't even have electricity. And the people who are, are without, they're happier. And they have a more appreciation of they have more of a they have more of a appreciation of life than we do with all the things we have. Isn't that crazy? Just something to think about. That was just in my spirit. You know what I mean? I was just I was just thinking about that, especially when it comes to these broads. They'll complain like, oh, the women, the women in the West, we got it rough. Why? How, why y'all got it rough? Y'all out here slut walking, doing everything you want to do, sleeping around with, with whoever you want to sleep with. Not only you celebrate, celebrate abortions out here, you know, just celebrating death. And a population problem comes from that source. It's funny because like it just it just goes along with what a lot of people believe, and I don't believe this entirely, but I do believe women have a wicked spirit within them, and it and it starts with Eve, right, with Adam and Eve, and how Eve was easily tempted by the serpent to pretty much manipulate Adam to uh, bite of the forbidden fruit tree of knowledge, right. It's something to think about. Now, I'm not a misogynist. I don't think my thing about what men and women, we're so different that one isn't better than the other. Like, yeah, obviously men, for the most part, they're stronger than women. But there's things women that do that men can't necessarily do either or that men traditionally just don't want to do that women do. You know what I mean? Uh, but the, the, the whole premises, the spiritual warfare, the good versus evil, that's everywhere. 
you got some women that are on the side of good, some, some, some. It's hard to find them, and it's not even really worth looking. If it's meant for you, it's just gonna it's gonna be there. It's gonna be present. And I've learned that just more recently, like to not care about things I can't control. The things that I can control, I'm gonna have more of a, a priority towards it. The things that I can't, it's just whatever. And learning to think less and less about it. You know what I mean? I'm about to get ready to wrap this shit up. Um, these women, you know, they'll go out here and sleep with all the guys and they want, and they're like, they're rebellious about it. So they do it to try to prove a point that, hey, we can do it too. But when the guys do it, they sleep with a bunch of bitches, even though it's like morally wrong. I'll acknowledge it. It's just more of a better look for a man to be experienced sexually and to even have the even even to have the reputation of a man who can sleep around with this woman, that woman. Because all these women, they slept around with them for a reason. So they'll all say, oh, well, you know, he lays down good pipe and all this shit. And it all benefits the man. But a woman who goes around saying, yeah, I slept with this guy. I slept with that guy. This guy bought me this watch. This guy bought me this purse. This guy bought me this car. It really just, a woman just really comes off as a hooker. And she has no street cred. There's no there's no cool points for that. You know, I'm not giving high fives for that. That's just not a high five worthy activity. Oh, you just slept around from one guy to the next guy to the next guy. And you got some uh, materialism. You have some trophies. Just harlots, man. Strumpets. At best. Strumpets. Start using uh, more, more, um, you know, biblical terms to describe these women. Not all, not all, not all. Almost. But yeah, these women, they have the access. They're the gatekeepers of sex. So all the decisions that they make, all the times they've chose to be used and manipulated and gaslit and all this other things and being used as the sex objects that they portray themselves as on a hookup app, as they should, because it's a hookup app. They're upset. They're mad. These guys are terrible. Her decision-making is not a problem. Her not taking accountability is not a problem. Her just, you know, spending maybe five to ten minutes without fucking victim blaming, just blaming somebody for her fucking problems. It's all impossible to these women. So they need the source of TikTok. And guys like me, I need their content. I need I need every once in a while a compilation of them acting retarded, because it's the shit I point out beforehand, before I before I was even playing videos on here. I used to just talk like I'm doing now. Like the good old days. Right? Yeah, guys, guys, the, the average guys, 
even if they do something to better themselves, it will only be for the acceptance of women. So they will constantly fail. They'll never they'll never be happy from within. They'll never have inner peace. They'll go searching. They'll go on social media, cry about it. Oh, I've been single for this long. I can't take it anymore. I just need a woman. What the? Weak. Women ain't looking at that like, oh, man, that's 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 so sweet. I've been looking for a guy who just complains about being single for so long. Like, guys don't even think about it like that. But then again, you, sh- you shouldn't because most of these bitches ain't shit. I'm only trying to help you guys out. I'm not a turncoat, so even if I step away from the direct talking points of the raw, the real, the red pill, it will always be the raw, the real, the red pill at the Crimson Capsule Chapel, which, by the way, like I said, man, I didn't like three, what is it, 3.2 thousand? I was just celebrating 3,000 like a couple episodes ago. We're already 3.2 thousand in, <clears throat> so the plan is just only to keep going further. With the raw, the real, the red pill. But the guys, see, women are pretty much trapped in their own misery. Men, you guys, no matter how nice and care, caring and considerate you are as a man, you will be seen as weak to a lot of women and you will be considered an easy target. So what you would have to do is truly be comfortable in your own company you would have to, in a lot of ways, find hobbies and activities. Some hobbies you do outdoors, some hobbies you do indoors, just to keep your mind, body, and spirit occupied. And the more you do it, and guys will always, like, every once in a while, a guy will always yearn back to a woman, right? Like, he'll always, like, he'll get, he'll get a little bit better. He'll get in a little bit more shape. He'll he'll read more, he'll have hobbies, he'll have his circle of friends. And then the one woman that gives him attention, he just loses himself and he goes right back to hell. And women just women just drag men to their personal hell. Think about it. Where where women when you deal with women today, you're dealing with emotional baggage. You're dealing with a sketchy body count that they're not willing to talk about because to them it's not important. But if it ain't important, why don't you just tell me how many guys you slept with? You see where I'm getting at? <laughs> you see where I'm getting at here? Like, it's always like the bullshit. And when guys finally decide, like, hey, I don't really need that. There may be a part inside of you. There there may be that deceiver, that devil that is within you that will give you thoughts of well, what are your family going to think you don't got a girlfriend you don't got a wife you don't got a kid what your friends going to say you don't got a girlfriend you don't got a wife you don't got a girl see what i'm saying like bullshit that really don't mean nothing what's another person's judgment really going to do for you at the end of the day whether they think good of you or bad of you that's a real question I think people today, you know, especially you incorporate social media. Like I say shit knowing that it's not going to be liked because it's too honest and it's too truthful and it actually makes people think. 
most people are sort of just given it's almost like baby food like they're being fed baby food like they'll give them something with a little bit of a little bit of minerals a little reality a little truth right a little bit of vitamins but all the other shit is just bullshit you know what i mean artificial lies manipulation propaganda let's separate let's separate from this group let's separate from this race and what does it really solve at the end of the day nothing you just went along with what these motherfuckers want you to do divide for them divide and conquer like okay black versus white all right we got it all set again Election time is coming up. Let's blame it on the radical MAGA Republicans, right? We all know what's coming. Those with their third eye open, they know what's coming. That's why it doesn't, it, it really doesn't bother me either way. Whether Trump gets reelected or not, it doesn't bother me. I think it concerns me that other people are just ignoring the facts that are in front of them and they're choosing the lies of mainstream media. That's what bothers me. Even guys like people may not like Tucker Carlson. I don't I don't find him bad. I don't really know too much about him to make a true judgment. But he seems to be very sincere with what he said. And maybe it was something that he said on Fox that those people didn't like. And he had to go because of that. Who knows? I don't know. But you had people who were celebrating this guy being fired as if their lives were going to get better because of it. They're still in their pain and their misery. They're in their personal hell. You had Tucker Carlson. This nigga was getting paid like, I think it was like $8 million a year. What the? And y'all worrying about him getting fired? Come on, man. We got to do better. Everybody. Before it's too late. But then again, I thought about it in this idea of what is too late. Aren't we already at a point of no return with this current president? Or is there even an opportunity for things to get better? And then I catch myself. I really do sometimes. I catch myself and go, why the fuck do I care? You see what I mean? Like, why do I give a fuck? And why don't other people give a fuck? Or do they care, but they're not willing to acknowledge it because it's like that fear that's within them, right? You kind of have to confront the fear and the phobia in order to get over it, right? There's no such thing as homophobic and transphobic. It's everywhere. Guys just deal with it. Even people who are against it, they just deal with it. These people are out here attacking innocent people like that. It's just not happening, man. Whether I agree with people or not, like I and trust me, those people I disagree with. I disagree. So, you know, I'm not going to the parades. I'm not joining the party, the fiestas. I'm not doing that. I don't think it should be taught to kids. But then again, they weaponized the agenda and, and aimed it directly at kids. So it's, it's on full blast. Then you got these... Uh, they call the maps these fucking sick people they're sick but y'all too busy looking at mainstream media y'all not seeing what's really going on all these niggas that went to epstein island 
an absolute look devils and it's the same devils that all you people idolize and worship and and just idol worship idolatry y'all love it y'all love these celebrities and they're doing the most heinous fucking damn near demonic shit ever y'all love them y'all clap for them you watch their fucking award shows these are the true narcissists like you got like just Hollywood in general. I'm just very anti Hollywood. Not a hundred percent anti Hollywood, but for for them to step into the political space. What do what do I care about a cocksucking uh, a, a Academy Award winner for fuck's sake and what he thinks about the environment and politics? I don't care what race you are, especially if you're black, you ain't telling me shit. Cause you being paid, you you bought and paid for, so you just going along with the agenda. You're not going, you're not going to tell it how it is. Unfortunately, but there's not a lot of politicians that tell it like it is. That's why we need Trump back in office. We need this orange nigga back in office as soon as possible. We need him fixing the fucking country, cause we know we've seen the four years. Like we see what happens when a businessman gets into office. Not too many bad results besides, you know, the cough, cough, lockdown. But anyway, I meant not to get into politics, but I ended up getting into politics anyway. Close to an hour and 30 minutes for me right now is close to 830 p.m. And I am getting ready to wrap this up nine times out of 10. Like I said, this will be uploaded in the morning, Tuesday. So what's going on? The next episode after this will be something connected to Tuesday. But then again, I may not name it Manosphere Monday now that I think about it. But I'll come, I'll, I'll come up with some title. Who knows? I'm black. But as I always say, in the meantime, and in between time, and until next time, Jersey Judah, with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule chapel i gotta finish my eight and hit the gate but i'll catch y'all next time peace